boys and girls franchise buys games another episode of that their weekly new show with uh handled i'd say handled by two men who have got zero zero right to be doing this not a yeah. journalistic chop between them however yeah. however the one thing they do have on the cv been gaming for about 30 between us 60 years 60 70 years so how oh, we're not that old Johnny don't give it away don't give the yeah, game life's away a ga- life's a game mate life's a game life's <laughs> a game one. <laughs> <Dear> one. <laughs> boys and girls that's nice guy Johnny producer of the show good afternoon everyone I am titular protagonist old franchise you can spec out my skill trees very very limited I will spoil this for you limited skill trees we'll, uh, we'll start the show the same we'll start every show Johnny what you been playing well I've um, been mixing me time, trying to do a bit more Final Fantasy VII. Mm-hmm. I think we all have. You both have. Yeah. Um, uh, I delivered the moon. You've delivered the moon? Delivered the moon. It's the done. full moon? Yeah. The full moon. Delivered. How long did that take you to deliver yeah. an entire moon? Um, About an hour and a half. Really? It, you zoom through it, mate. It's not the most challenging game. No? In the world. Um, I must admit, the last two chapters... Where the act when you start to eat away at the story a bit and it come you, the reason for playing it starts to come out and you're like ah oh. so there's some interesting plot developments. Alright. Yeah, but as a game it holds your hand all the way through. I never felt challenged or frustrated. Mm. And to be honest, games you need to be challenged and frustrated at some points. There's a fine there's a fine line. There's a balance. There's a balance. You expect a level of hand holding uh, towards the start and then it's almost like uh, letting the dog off the lead in it. But then there's some you games got... that just do not hold your hand. Um, looking at you from software, <laughs> they've made it. They've made it. Um, made it the business to do that. So they've made a genre out of it. It's called Soulsborn. It's like a brand. It's a, a genre born of classic gaming fucking difficulty levels back in the day, back when me and you were but young pups struggling through the seventh guest on PC, trying to piece together fucking planets. To arrange a fucking, I don't know, a puzzle, but uh, I so deliver them on. That seems to be it. It's that has took me back somewhat because it scored that highly. I'd expect you to have been playing that for at least ten to twelve. No, I mean, I don't know if the passage of time was like I, I jumped in and out of it, but collectively, I think I could have zoomed through that. Yeah, yeah. So, would do so, you yeah, do you collective. line up do you line up with these really high review scores like or? Uh, no. No. I don't. I can see it's 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 a bit different, but Aye. it's. I will bit, never play clum- this game. It's a bit clumsy. Um, holds your hand too much for a game. You never feel in jeopardy, even though there's bits of the game where you're supposed to be in jeopardy. Yeah. So. There's never any um, immediate malice. No. No, it's an interesting plot developments and things like that, and it leaves a lot to be desired, and <clears throat> I'm sure a sequel will come along. Oh, oh. Something like that. Um, get a bit gauged around some things. Deliver us, kind of like... deliver us the Mars. I deliver, you never know. You never know. <laughs> um, or it'll spawn a spiritual successor or something like that. Um, it's not the adventure games as I, I'm used to. It has Johnny Ass game written all over it, but it doesn't. It's not a Johnny Ass game. It doesn't offer that level of uh, that no. level of complexity that you need in your life. There's complexity and just some just 
It's just a bit boring at some point. Aye. Just boring. You know what I mean? So. Savage. Savage. Yeah. I don't think it would deserve those high reviews. It'll be, you know. The thing is, Steam reviews and things reviews come off the players who play the game. Yeah. And if you if you love it, you'll compl- you'll say it's great. If you hate it, if if you hate it, you'll say you hate it. If it's a middle of the road, then one thing's going to win out. Yeah. You'll hate it. If you're middle of the road, you'll hate it. Yeah. But you won't bother saying you hate it. Do you know what I mean? Aye. What's uh What's next on your on your Game Pass hit list, like? Don't know. I might try out. Was it the Is it Long Dark? The Long Dark. I bought that when it was in Game Preview. Didn't didn't bother. Didn't bother touching it. Bought it. Downloaded it. Thought, ooh, I'll have a bit of this because it was right in me. Uh, it was right in me like Rust phase when I really I was playing Rust on the PC for a time. Uh, I got a, a good group of lads who I used to play Minecraft with many many years ago and they all fully transitioned into pc gamers and left me behind on the consoles where i belong but uh they brought me on to play rust i had a decent game and a laptop at the time which i'd bought for the old republic the old republic had just come out i bought it i bought a new laptop just to play the old republic spent like a fair few hours on there but then slowly just start getting pulled into the likes of League of Legends and Rust and things like that but the laptop started to struggle a bit on, on the likes of Rust so I, I had to abandon it but like during that time it was that whole survival thing, I had a proper like a, I was just jonesing I was just had a, I'd tasted a sample of it and I was just jonesing from, I was chasing that survival crafting game with that realism element because there was only so much Minecraft could do at the time. The that, Minecraft that, then the, is definitely not the Minecraft of today. It, it's the, what you call it, it's the, it's just, it's very intriguing and very alluring, yeah. the whole survival genre. But it can be boring as fuck. It, it really <laughs> at least can with be. Minecraft, if, if you bring the gameplay fun to, element to it. If you don't know what you're doing, those games are fucking torture for hours. I remember when Ark came to consoles, Oh, I've played Ark on Game Pass. Right? I fucking have you, have you have you got Ark? I did have played it for a bit, but because I'm a bit behind the curve, we've never played these games at the same time. No, we didn't. Because when I was playing Ark, it was me and I believe it was uh, another one of the another one of the the gaming fellows were jumping on and playing Ark and literally spent hours and all I'd managed to achieve in a few hours of gameplay was eating my own shit, dying, rinse, repeat be born naked, punch a tree, have a shit, eat it, die. That was it. That was that was the loop. That was my arc loop. And then again when I jumped on with other lads who's been playing it for a long time and they've got these four bases built and they were like, Oh come through here and they'd built like a fucking dry dock and there's a heavily <laughs> armoured megalodon just in the dry dock and I'm like, Ooh what the fuck I've been eating my own shit for hours. How the fuck have you got a megalodon with a saddle on it? <laughs> <laughs> but I would go back to Ark if you wanted to jump into Ark I'd potentially work my way through a couple of hours worth of YouTube videos first but I would no. jump back into Ark if you fancied it I'd be interested like, see, I think what killed it for, for us because I think if there's two games if you play a game like this like a survival game with a partner or co-op with a t- like a squad with a squad you can you build off each other's experience, and you mm-hmm. act, like, the whole thing of collective learning that actually you don't realise. Yeah. yeah. Which like you know pays dividends. Um, 
but you need the good game to do it. So last time we all, we played a game, I think, together like this, was probably seven ways to die. Seven, day, uh, seven, seven days, days to die. Seven days to well, die. We died a lot anyway. But anyway, a game that had like a promise of what it was, but executed not very well. Mm-hmm. You know, it killed it in its tracks a little bit from that. that ah, fucking, I tell you what, like that game. I know it doesn't get. Uh, it's not fondly remembered, but ah, fucking brilliant game that. It wasn't. It, it wasn't deep enough. Seven Days to Die wasn't deep enough. The premise of it was superb. Uh, again, it really started to scratch the itch on console of the realism survival genre, because all we had was Minecraft. And I've said that before, but like I'll, I'll, I'll fucking drive that into the ground. All we had then was Minecraft. But, but it, there, it's a alluring game, so. Absolutely. I, I might try that long dark and see what it's like, but again, because it's designed to be by yourself, isn't it? It's a, ah, it's a single player experience. So it's probably just the same again. So I think it's one of those things where you get more, more joy and pleasure out of it playing as a squad. Yeah. Aye. Well, then we need to we need to just hang fire then, because Rust is coming. Rust is a phenomenal game. Because uh, I remember you talking about Rust and Rust is one so thing good. that I want to play. You and I. So fucking good. I'd love it if we managed to pull a couple of the other members of the Sky Panthers, that elite fighting force, the Sky Panthers. I'd love it if we managed to pull another couple of them onto the Xbox as well, because like Rust with a full squad would be hilarious. Like, but that's uh, that's all to come. That is all to come. We can dream, can't we? <laughs> we can dream. We can dream. This week, I've essentially just, like you said, I've been putting a few more hours into Final Fantasy. I'm just, I'm savouring that game, Johnny. I don't want it to end at the minute. Uh, I've hit a couple of pacing issues that are getting in the way. I've hit 40 hours in the game now. Um, I believe I'm at end game at 40 odd hours. Uh, it's, and it's been just a fucking roller coaster of emotions, like, but some serious pacing issues. Like every every time I think right here we go, wheels up, fucking it's take off. We're about a rocket five hundred mile an hour straight through a linear campaign, and I just want answers, and then I just get hit with another fucking nine side quests, and the to my knowledge, I don't know if there's another batch. I don't see where another batch of side quests had come from at this point, but again. It, it's worth mentioning that I've completed every side quest because I wanted to fully experience everything this game had. I wanted to drink it in deep. But uh, I've completed all side quests, yet I didn't pop the trophy for it. And I'm not a trophy whore by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not a trophy hunter. I'm not an achievement hunter. I'd... But I, I do get pissed off <laughs> weirdly for somebody who's not interested in them at all I get pissed off if I've completed an achievement and I'm not rewarded for it I don't know, it's weird or something you've identified as an achievement yeah, <laughs> but I found it I found it in the trophies, I've checked the trophies of course I've checked the trophies, yeah. I wanted to see how many chapters there was in the game but I, I saw the, the trophy for complete all quests but I don't know if that includes Main story. Your main story quest. So if you finish the main story quest and you have completed all side quests, then maybe it'll pop at the end. Have you done Chadley's, all the Chadley stuff? I haven't done all the Chadley stuff. That's another thing that's fucking weird. I'm at endgame now and I don't see another... F I assume I'm at endgame. Given the location I am in the game and given what I know of the uh, the original, 
one of my top three games of all time, given where I am, I know that I'm approaching end game. I have to be. So there's no... I don't know where I'm going to bump into Chadley again at this point. However, I know for a fact, Chadley offers up, and this may be light spoiler territory, but in Chadley's VR missions, you can fight and claim Bahamut. Yep, I was aware of that. Yep. But uh, the last time I went to see Chadley, he did not have Bahamut. Out of curiosity, Johnny, how many summons has Chadley offered you? Um, I've only got one from him, and I haven't had done the second fight yet. I've done three, and Bahamut isn't any of them. So it's like, well, where the fuck is... Sorry, have I done two? Yeah, because Ifrit, you get Ifrit, you don't have to VR you get Ifrit. Ifrit. And then Shiva, slight spoilers. Slight spoilers. Uh, Chocobo and Moogle, whatever you name. Fat, fat Chocobo. You can find Chocobo and Moogle as a different summon, um, which is... I can't remember what that summon's called from the original game. It's going to bug me, that. But as uh, I'll tell you, he's, some, he's a flashback for you, Johnny. I remember that summon, where it was essentially Chocobo and Moogle from the remake, but I can't remember what it was called in the OG. I didn't used to rate it in the OG, but there was one boss fight leading up to one Vincent Valentine where you had to fight a boss called The Lost Number, and The Lost Number was two enemies rolled into one. One side was uh, immune to magic damage, and the other side of him was immune to physical damage. However, if you hit him with Chocobo, whatever the fucking Chocobo and Moogle was, it would paralyze him. And then you would hit him with all your physical attacks. Physical attacks killed his magic side. And his magic side is where he had them like one hit kills and that. So you used to hit him straight away with Chocobo fucking run or whatever it was called. And then lash him with physical attacks and you would kill his magic side. And then you just lashed him with magic attacks and killed his physical side. Took me so long to figure that out because I was <laughs> but a young boy at the time. But I haven't... I think there was m many fights on the OG game that we did not... Nah. Cotton on the actual strategies. Nah, won it by fucking by luck. There were some fights when you had Vincent Valentine, and his limit break was to turn into a beast, and like it was just depending on what level he was, dependent like it was that was dependent on what beast he would become, and sometimes you were just that excited to turn him into a beast. At which point you lost all control of him. By the way, the beast <laughs> did whatever the fuck it wanted to do, and then there were some enemies that were immune or would heal based on certain elements and then this fucking you'd be lashing away at it and then this beast would just start hailing it with fire attacks and you'd be like oh for fuck's sake fuck shake Vinny <laughs> bring Vincent back you are useless but other than that I haven't really um, I don't think I've played a lot of I've played just Warzone mate I'm still looking for that win on Warzone so here's the thing going on to Warzone right up until now right I'd probably been describing myself as a as a as a passenger, a willing passenger, but along for the ride for Warzone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not playing it by myself, but coming on with the squad numbers and just enjoying. With, with the Panthers. Yeah, yeah. Just like, just like, I'm, I'm the cheerleader. I'm here. I'm here for as a charm. When you were summoned, but, when you were summoned by the rest of the Panthers. But I have to admit, the last few times we've played it, I don't know if I've just. And it's, this is not an uprising ability, but it's just definitely a, almost like a moment of clarity of just kind of stepping over the mark of kind of going from being a passenger to actually like 
I want to play this game. Yeah. And I want to win. Hi. And once those hooks are into you, it's, it's just it's a bit horrible and scary actually because you can't get let go of it. Aye, and then you end up in the fucking anything anything like first place to fifth place is an achievement, like because it mm-hmm. just gets fucking nuts. By the time you get down to that last circle, there's so many people still left. Always, it's crazy, man. But you did actually. There was there was some chat in the in the in the group WhatsApp, in the Panthers WhatsApp, that I hadn't taken into account before now. If we all have crossplay still turned on, or I don't know who needs to have crossplay activated, there is a chance that we keep coming fifth, seventh, third, second, because we've got PC players in the lobby. Like, that is a very real fucking risk at this point. So that's. I want to say crossplay was on. I think it is on by default as well. I think it's on by default, which puts us at an immediate disadvantage. But and the fact that we've got as, <laughs> as as many times as we have got into the top three, the top five, the top ten, is a credit to the Panthers, if now else. But Johnny, I think we've harped on about what we've been playing long enough. I think it's time we got into some of them choice cuts. What do you say, sir? What do you say? Let's go for it. Let's go for it. So I tell you what it is. Coming off the back of last week, I think that we are we are in a period where the news is plentiful, yet the more the are mere morsels. It's nothing you can really get your teeth into at this point. Uh, it's starting to ramp up. Yeah, the the whole summer of the summer games fest and IGN's summer of gaming and fucking GameSpot's play along or whatever it's called, like all of this stuff. It's all essentially much of a muchness, but we're just now in this season where all this news is, it's like a, a trickle. It's just drip feeding news and reviews and previews and little fucking events and that. So what have you what have you got for us, Johnny? What's, what's well, first on the docket? Let's come off again. We've had a few more days to reflect on the, um, on the Xbox reveals last week. Mm-hmm. So the um, Xbox is uh, 2020. Was it in? Was it the Xbox 2020 or Inside Xbox? In, it was actually both. It was Inside Xbox, Xbox 2020. 2020. So the um, the the much hyped gameplay reveal trailers. Mm-hmm. Um, and to to quote, let's say a, a, a headline from Kotaku: uh, "Game trailers, gameplay trailers should have gameplay in them." Yeah, <laughs> I think is the general consensus coming off that one that yeah. there's a, an air of disappointment of not seeing what was promised. Yeah. Now, when we were talking through, we actually, you know, the more we thought about it, the more we analysed, there was actually a fair bit of gameplay in those reveals, mm-hmm. but not in the the type the headline acts. No. Let's say. No. Um, in particularly so. But yeah, generally coming off, you know, you know, I think there was a lot of expectation. You know, we talked about it being Xbox's misstep. But again, yeah. I don't know if it's just us hyping. You know, there's been a lot of hype about this summer of gaming thing coming up. You know, from suddenly having no events to go to to having now a kind of one umbrella to rule them all, almost. One <laughs> ring to rule them all. Funny you should make that reference. I literally before I start this podcast, I put fucking fellowship with the ring on Amazon Prime. 
Sorry, classic I totally, movie. totally classic threw you off your, threw you off your, uh, off your, your train of thought there. Go on, carry on. I'm just thinking that uh, that's a tr- another trilogy I need to watch. You know. Well, the games come coming out very soon. Gollum, Lord of the Rings, Gollum's coming out. That's starting to trickle some information out. But that's by the by, that's by the by. Continue. So, yeah, gameplay trailers, but not gameplay. And the thing is, I'm here's the thing about expectations about all this because. There's little bits of news coming out, and I think we'll, we'll touch on this later on about you know what what games were revealed or gameplay trailer. Sorry, what game trailer was revealed today? Mm-hmm. Um, but the expectation of fans and things like that, just like what it's going to be, and it's what they want. Can't take away with what they want, but I think you've got to look at it objectively and realise that they're not going to put all the best stuff in May. No. Absolutely you're not, not. going to get a reveal here. You're not going to get a reveal. It's going to be a ramp up and a ramp up to, to, yeah, um, to wet your whistle and keep you in, keep you informed. I'll I'll but step you... in. I'll step in and I'll say I agree that you you won't get a triple A reveal in May. I think no. you'll you'll get reveals. You'll get indies. Oh, no. You'll get A's. You'll get you'll maybe get double A's, but you won't get what the. <laughs> And like, I don't want to attack anyone, especially not in the community to which we are trying to build a fucking a reputable podcast. I don't want to attack anybody in that same community, but at the same time, the people who are like, please let it be GTA Six. Like, are you fucking mental? <laughs> it's people like you who make me want to quit this podcast. <laughs> GTA Six. People are shouting for GTA Six, and on like fucking Tuesday, the twelfth of May, they want a GTA Six reveal at the hands of Jeff Keighley. Just mm-hmm. Jeff Keighley. There's no squad behind him. Rockstar's being tight-lipped. Nothing. But these people want GTA Six. No. As I have a fuck's sake. If you're gonna get a GTA Six reveal, I'm not saying you won't get it. In in. 2020. I'm not saying you might not get it in June, but for fuck's sake, for a random game reveal from Summer Game Fest, I wouldn't expect that level. And it is that thing we spoke about in the last episode. It's the curse of the gamer. We have yeah. this curse where we set unrealistic expectations, and Microsoft absolutely didn't help. It didn't help. Didn't help. Which we we had said, and I quote. Was this the first misstep of Xbox in this next generation race? And I and believe, really... I believe we have proof <laughs> in the form of uh, Microsoft themselves admitting that. Yeah, Am I right? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, the dirt sheets spoke. We're all saying the same things we thought. Uh-huh. You know, um, and you can't say that that's you know you can't say everyone's misinterpreted it the wrong way if. <laughs> If you've clearly, if you've set people up with the incorrect messaging, then you can't be mad when the gaming community, which by I take say what you want about the gaming community, it's a fucking venomous little bunch. Oh we, yes, we are venomous. Not not all of us. Some of us like to just watch it happen, but for the most part, if we are not happy, we'll be the first to let anybody know. Um, it's a vicious game of tug and war, 
if you yeah. if you look at everything on a comment by comment basis it's a vicious game of tug of war so mm. if you generally look where the central knot is and the prevailing thing was this that um yeah it, it had some some good reveals and stuff but it wasn't what it said on the tin no absolutely not but I believe there you is know. a is there a, there is an article from is it Microsoft have come out and admitted that am I right? I'm sure I saw something. Microsoft um, definitely did admit that the messaging was wrong. Um, there's an article on Eurogamer, uh, and the headline simply reads: "Microsoft admits we set some wrong expectations with Xbox Series X gameplay reveal." That in yeah. itself tell you tells you exactly enough that it was wrong messaging and we can officially chalk that down to the first misstep of Xbox let's not have any more please Phil because you are I don't I've always said this I don't have a horse in the race and I always said going as far back as I can remember PlayStation was my wife Xbox was my mistress but in the 360 era I very much left my wife and just married my mistress. Like, that's what happened. And I'd, every now and again, I'd get drunk and go back to my ex-wife. That's the sort of story it was. But the lines are very much blurred now. Like, I'd, I'm just... I'm, like, fucking... Just, what's that? Is it? Is it the Amish who are allowed more than one wife? Uh, Mormons, isn't it? Mormons. I'm a Mormon. I'm a gaming Mormon. I'm just married to them you all. You polygamous bastard. I'm just married to them all at this point. But like I don't, I don't want to see anybody fuck up, and all I'm seeing is Sony fucking up left and right, uh, and I don't want to see Microsoft do the same thing because it's just every foot has been a foot forward for Microsoft I, at I, this point. You're all, everyone, you're always going to fuck up until you progress, and even that's how Microsoft admitted in the, the Xbox One. Right. You know what I mean? And yeah. how you how you adapt and keep moving forward afterwards. So it's 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 not about not making mistakes; it's just about making the fewest. Yes. I. Or, or making more small ones and not a massive clanger. <laughs> it's that. It's that. Uh, there's a word I'm thinking of, and it's fucking escaped us for now, Johnny. But it may come back. It's like the uh, the 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 fable, the parable of. Uh, it's not even a parable because it weren't in the Bible or not. But it's there's a couple of guys. There's like a group of people getting chased by a lion, and one of the guys stops and ties his shoelaces. And the the guy next to him says, "What the fucking hell are you stopping to tie your shoelaces? Do you think you're actually going to outrun a lion?" And the guy says, "I don't need to outrun the lion. I just need to outrun you." Yeah. Like it's that it's that messaging. You don't have to have a perfect running. You just have to have less fuck ups than your competitor. And right now, Microsoft's on one, one very big fuck up. Like it's clear they've even admitted it, which is a breath of fresh air in itself because you never hear anything like that from Sony. After well, countless missteps, it was very curated and things like that. But I feel like I want to watch it back again. It's particularly for that Valhalla reveal. Aye. Um, I'm sure the guy was just like, "Oh, you, there's a bit of a look on his face after the video was played." He's like, "You fucked me over here. There was no gameplay in that whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> I now have to salvage this because the world is watching." That guy knew what was waiting for him on Twitter after that as well. He oh, knew. Oh God. But the the flip side of it, though, I think, as as fans, we we're right to be excited, and given the state of the world, we deserve some excitement. Yeah, absolutely. But just 
aim your excitement of what you think it probably will be, and then you can be excited when it isn't, rather than aim at what you're th- hoping it's going to be, and then be disappointed when it isn't. Yeah. Aye. What I'm saying is, we put this, what we're going to talk about, the game that was revealed, in context. Yeah. If you'd said you wanted it to be GTA, you'd be disappointed, right? But if you, if you aim it at, let's say, uh, Deliver Us the Moon 2, Return to Sender, right. <laughs> then, then, then you're going to be rejoicing in what was revealed, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, I tell you what, you might as well just fucking go for it. We've, 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 it's like the elephant in the room at this point. There's, there's been a big game, game reveal, so you might as well just go straight into that bit of news, Johnny. Well, it was um, and hitting straight back onto a nostalgic vein. Oof. Like, Isn't proper, it just? Proper, proper. This isn't just massaging it. This is going in for a proper, you know, dirty grab. This is full on just fucking tossing it off. A getting hold of that vein and just... Filthy tail grab. Filthy tail grab, that's what it is. Pulling on it. <laughs> <laughs> just pulling on it with a, with a hand that you've spat in. Just pulling on it. It's Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Tony <laughs> When I said telegram, I was leaning towards that, and you completely took it the other that, way. I took it in the literal sense. <laughs> I think if you're going to reference a, a skateboard move, it should always, always, for border, for entry-level references, has to be a kickflip. Never go for the tail grab, because that's just going to make me think you're trying to have a cheeky little wank or something. <laughs> Get a bit handsy. <laughs> Tony Hawks. So again, oh. this came under the Summer Game Fest banner, uh, and the credit to Jeff Cady because we've had some bangers up to now that we haven't ever fucking talked about. So Apex Legends Season Five, uh, and again the fucking the the champion's name escapes me constantly. That's how that's how immemorable a name is. <laughs> But it's like it's almost like it's a four-letter word, like Yogi or something like that. And people are going to be fucking screaming at the phone or whatever they're listening to this on now with her actual name. But it slips my mind. I haven't played Apex in Season 2, so bear that in mind. But we've had Apex Season 4 trailers, uh, like the, the launch trailer came through Summer Game Fest. The Mortal Kombat Story DLC came through some game under that that banner now we've got tony hawks one and two remastered by vicarious visions the same team who did a fucking sensational job of remastering crash bandicoot Mm -hmm. you could not have put these remasters in safer hands than vicarious visions vicarious visions have just like just irked out their little niche in this market as the fucking premier remaster team. Yeah, and that's selling. Hundred percent. What do you call it? Um, nostalgia, nostalgic gaming. It's the it's the in concept. And what best to drip feed in you, your original games with is nostalgia. Yeah. I think I think it's a brilliant move, and I think as as it, I'm 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 stoked for this. hundred percent. The the. the the emotional attachment I have to these games, I can't quite put into words. No. This, the Tony Hawk's 1 and 2, um, particularly 1, happened at a time in our life 
where it was almost the transition from school to university, or it was the the waning years of school leading up to the transition into university? Um, yeah, not it, university, it was, college. Sorry. It was like it. It was the um, sixteen. Yeah. Sixteen, seventeen. It was, it was that 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 time, and at that time, American rock music had exploded in the UK, like Green Day, uh, Blink One Eight Two, Offspring, and then Limp Bizkit, Puddle of Mud, all these huge American rock bands had just were commonplace in the UK, and we it seemed like to me it seemed like during that time period where we had just a fuckload of downtime, like months where it was just nothing to do. And it was just enjoy the summer. And it was go out once a week with your pocket money. And between the four of or five of us, we'd all buy a different new album that seemed to come out of these American rock bands. And then go back to somebody's house, put this music on and put Tony Hawk on. Tony Hawk in itself had a phenomenal soundtrack, but like the whole... It's 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 the whole pie more than just a piece. It's it's everything that it was. It was like carefree. It was yeah. It was that summer. It was the youth to young manhood summer. It, it was, was it was the coming of age thing because the whole American Pie thing was around. Hundred percent. You Everything was lining up. The games you were playing, the films that were coming out. You know, this is what we would relate to as our youth. You know what I mean? Like. Our, our coming of age was happening at the same time as a com- the coming of age film American Pie, you, and, and this was one part of one big slice of it. This game. You have absolutely nailed that. One hundred percent nailed it. The the coming of age. It was it was our American Pie, and I say that in absolutely. Yeah, I'm not sugarcoating it at all. By day, we would listen to rock music and play Tony Hawk, and by night we would drink blue WKDs. And finger each other's sisters. That's how this <laughs> shit went down. <laughs> this was the coming of age of the entire Sky Panthers unit. <laughs> it started here. And then, like, to see Tony Hawk coming back, like, oh. that game looking like that. And we're going to sit now as a bunch of 35 year old blokes, most of whom are just like proper tied down settled down we're not just running around drunk every night where well, we are at the minute but that's lockdown it's not normal we're not just running around finger blasting like some girl who came from a new gang out of thorny clothes it was just it's like we're just a, gr- a bunch of grown ass men who probably will have kids in the next couple of years and then here's tony hawk coming back 25 years later or something or the 20th anniversary of it or something in it Twentieth anniversary, I'm sure. Fucking hell! It looks amazing, by the way. Vicarious visions are absolute fucking masters of the craft. You know know what struck us as well watching the trailers? Like you watch it and you go, you think, oh, that's shiny and that's nice. But when it was almost just like I said to myself, it hasn't changed. You know what I mean? Because that's how I imagine, remember it playing. Because and then suddenly they show the side by sides with the old graphics. I was like, oh, oh. It's like when you went back and saw the dry, the graphics for Driver. <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll do you I one better than that. Around in a square. <laughs> and this is fucking, this is something I've said countless times on this podcast. Like even before the reboot, when you came on board, when it was just me, Star Fox. If you told me <laughs> to imagine Star Fox in my head now, I swear to God, I'm imagining 4K, like, <laughs> like fucking, 
Rise of the Skywalker level star battles, right? And it, when I look back, it was just, it was fucking three triangles just glued together, just pol- polygonal shapes. <laughs> but like it, my imagination, my memory doesn't show me polygonal shapes. My memory shows us the the highest of high definition 4K. My memory shows me ultra high definition with fucking HDR rumble support and it's just fucking that it's just a trick it's a trick that your brain plays on you but no longer we're gonna have tony hawk the way our minds remembered it we're actually gonna get to play it like that all over again well that's the thing i don't think it's gonna be more than what it was except a shiny version in terms i think they've added online they've they've definitely added online these mud clones but i don't think there'll be a lot of you know no I think it'll Let's be say, um, pro- progression or nah. or what's the word? Yeah, it won't be very progressive. No, but it, it's not designed to be. Nah, <laughs> absolutely not. It's designed to be an arcade skateboard game. When it, if, if perfect it, yeah, time if it for it, really. If it was progressive, it would be the new Tony Hawk's game. Yeah. But even by calling it Pro Skater One and Two Bundle, they know they know exactly what they're doing. Yeah. It's in you get to replay and re. re- not reimagine, but replay the game. Aye. Re- remastered for, for now. And there's been so much whispers of late <clears throat> of a brand new skate game because everyone's sick of waiting for the next Tony Hawk. And everyone mm-hmm. started to lean more towards, oh God, I'd, I'd, I'd settle for a good skate game. And then there was the, the I think it's actually been confirmed at this point, or maybe it was just rumour of somebody who was a developer on Skate and they're actually porting it and everyone started getting excited, but it was a port to mobile, iOS, Google Play stores. So there's a lot of buzz around skateboard games at the minute. And then out of nowhere, fucking literally out of nowhere, I did not, I've, I had not heard one single rumour in regards to a Tony Hawk Remaster by Vicarious Visions. When's it available? September. It's coming out September, so that's going to go straight in the games list. Straight in the 2020 games list. With online and all. Let's see what level of online it's got. If it's a couple of players. something about a split screen and all again? It'll have split screen, it'll have local co op. I don't think they'll have done away with that. Oh, excite. So, you know what I mean? In, in, the, in the scheme of the announcement, actually, looking at it, like, awesome. Yeah, depending on where you balance and what your expectations are, and you're right, you don't want to, you don't want to squash ambition and you want people to be excited. But come on, mm-hmm. even if GTA Six is going to would be announced, which I'm going to say it's not going to be. We no. I don't think we're going to get GTA Six news this side of the the next gen launch. No, I, I agree. Think I think it'll be after. Clearly, because A of GTA Six will want an open playing field to work with. Yeah. I mean, speaking of GTA, have you seen what's going on on GTA Online at the minute? No. This is why I fucking absolutely love gaming. It's things like this. Yes, I talk uh, ad nauseum about how I love subtleties in gaming, uh, and that really, it's it's high on my list of of things, uh, the the driving force behind my love of gaming, and subtleties is one of them in gaming. I think that really makes for a, a better level of game design. The other thing I fucking love is when you give the players a world to operate in and the players do something of their own volition and mm-hmm. they create something. Uh, another reference to this would be the likes of EVE Online. I've, 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 
I've gone back all the way back to me fucking blogging days. I wrote a, a piece on Eve Online how that, like, um, the studio had had to take on an actual economist because the people in game had figured out how to buy and sell to maximize profit. And then, like, this became a thing. They had, like, a real-world economist managing the economy in-game because of what the players had done in-game with uh, with um, minerals and with just precious goods. And they were buying and selling them and creating, like... And they were inflating stocks and, and, and shit like that. It was just absolutely nuts. And there's something GTA, that's happened on GTA Online at the minute. That's just... Ah, I laugh my dick off watching it every time. It makes us want to get back into it. But I do... I, Right now, I mean, I've got nothing but time, but we'll see how that goes anyway. GTA Online, some sort of blue alien, uh, sorry, purple alien and green alien gangs have formed. So you can buy, you know, the like the morph suit, just uh-huh. a, a skin tight onesie with a like a full face mask hood on it. There's a there's a there's a suit in game which is a green alien and it's just a morph suit. Uh, and a lot of people, I don't know how it started, but it caught on, and people have started to wear these green alien suits, and they all drive around in green cars, and then they were just getting out and doing just unspeakable things to other players. So out of that, there was like a, a, a split, and then there was a new gang formed, and it was people wearing purple alien morph suits. So now you've got green gang, and you've got purple gang, and they drive around in green cars and purple cars and they just look for each other on the map and then they jump out and fuck each other up. And then in response to that, somebody else has started a new gang called the Men in Black Gang who just goes out and looks for the pair of them because they're wearing alien suits. <laughs> it's just fucking blew my mind. It's absolutely blew my mind. And that's just people. There's absolutely no rock star involvement in that whatsoever. That's just people. And I fucking love it. See the videos of them going to war, like you just see a, a, a big old fucking truck, like a green truck, like a transit van type deal, and then it just skids up in the street, and there's one guy standing there in a purple suit, and the back doors kick open on the van, a load of guys in green suits jump out, and they've all got just melee weapons, the hammers and bats, crowbars, and beat the shit out of them, beat the <laughs> holy fuck out of them. So I'm sure there was something like that in um, Elite Dangerous. Aye. Um, where just players got together. So in the, in the first build, there was players that just built an armada of Aye. different players. And like, let's go on an expedition. And they just followed the, like, set themselves a, a target of a star or a system to get to or a constellation and just went there. Class. You know what I mean? Like, and just then I took, think, it up, took it upon themselves. Yeah. And then the developers, I'm sure, recognized that in the next builds or the next versions of the, the game by saying, right, we'll put, a, we'll put a space station there and we'll call it whatever. And I can't for life as remember what that name is. It was like named but after, like named after that, that, like... that first player-led expedi- uh, expedition, and then that spawned tons of other things that you can then join in. So, I bought that Elite Dangerous, and I never played it. But there's there's times I hear you talking about it, and I'm like, fuck, it sounds cool. It sounds nerdy as fuck, but like the right kind of nerdy, if you know what I mean. It's just the, it's just the law, and like you know, the I love games lush with law, but in their early stages, they don't have it. Aye. And it's the players that create that content, but you've got to put so much time and effort into it to build it. Aye. You know what I mean? Um, Aye. Then when you're a part of it, you'll never forget it, but it's you've got to be there at the right time. Yeah. You've either got to be the trailblazer 
or or join the trailblazer just the right moment because then yeah. if you pick it up at the end you'll never get the same feeling no you've it's too late you've come to the party too late um, speaking of remasters and speaking of spacey shit, did you hear that the hottest rumour coming out of EA is that we are getting a Mass Effect trilogy? Remaster, I did hear that. I did hear that. Not Apparently not coming to Switch, but coming to current and what will be next gen. Is, this, uh, is that something that excites you? Is that something that interests you? I don't know. I just wanted the next... Uh, I, the, as much as nostalgia plays, right? I want some new stuff. Aye, I know what you mean. And 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 like Mass Effect Four, that's what you want. Mass Effect Four, Mass Effect Four could have been so much more than what it was. Well, technically, Mass Effect Andromeda wasn't Mass Effect Four. I think Fair Mass Effect Andromeda Fair was a spin-off. I wouldn't call Mass Effect Andromeda number four. Mass Effect Four. I would expect to have a direct tie-in to the Shepard saga. That's what I'd expect from a Mass Effect 4. Play it out, though, you know what I mean? Aye, aye. I think, I mean... But, I mean, is Shepard dead? Like, there was an ending of spoilers, but, I mean, if you haven't played Mass Effect 3 yet... Actually, no, we're not going to do these spoilers, because if the Mass Effect collection comes out, and there is a generation of people who didn't play 1, 2, or True. 3, like, they're just in for a great old time, because I fucking love them games, like... I love them. Do they need a HD remake, though? Yeah, although, am I going to be that guy who's sitting here and tells you that if a HD remake slash remaster comes out of all three of them, that I wouldn't buy it and enjoy playing through 1, 2, and 3 again? Even 3? Even 3. Even 3. I didn't, fucking, I did not mind 3 at all. I remember the actual binge I put in on 2, and I finished, literally, Mass Effect 3 came out on, let's say, the fucking, the Friday... Thursday night I'd binged Mass Effect 2 and I literally finished it the Thursday night at about 1 o'clock 2 o'clock in the morning went to bed for a couple hours got up Postman dropped off Mass Effect 3 Mass Effect 3 through the door and I put that straight in so I'd gone literally like less than probably a 12 hour window from finishing Mass Effect 2 to start Mass Effect 3 on Mass Effect 3 on launch day and I'm not fucking I'm not mad about that at all <laughs> love them games. What I'll are the news have we got I here, have... Johnny? Sorry. What are the news have we got here? Because I feel like we're just spending a hell of a lot of time talking about fucking nostalgia and Mass Effect and shit. Oh, I'm enjoying myself. No, it's a good um, old time. It's a good old time. Well, should, should we should we throw some PlayStation news into there? Why the hell not? Um, because they've come you know, coming scoring, you know, screeching off the um the heels of their pad. Um, reveal which god how long ago was that the, <laughs> the, like the dual sense 5 sounds like a fucking vibrator the more I hear it in my head the dual sense 5 sounds like a vibrator that'll play with your arsehole while, you, while it's in you at the same time <laughs> that's what the dual sense sounds like to me well let's say that for the dual sense it looked a bit xboxy it did well, they've followed in the steps of X, um, Microsoft again, haven't they, really, with this bit of tidbit news? Fire away. So they've, um, they've announced their was it PlayStation Studios brand. PlayStation Studios. How very Marvel. <laughs> Have you seen the, the graphic? Have you seen the, the video package that comes with PlayStation Studios? 
I've seen the graphic, but I haven't seen the video package. So there's, you know how like the Marvel Cinematic Universe is, and it's because I don't know the word. I'm gonna have to use comparisons. It could be something to do with all the whiskey. We will leave that one. We'll put a pin in that one. But you know when you watch a Marvel film, and then before Marvel comes on the screen, it does like that comic book, like a flip book of loads of different comics of whatever film that you're watching basically like the marvel visual fanfare yes visual fanfare that is a perfect way to put it i'm a producer for reasons yeah <laughs> that's why i needed to bring you on because otherwise i'd have been sitting here by myself drunk and this could have been a three-hour podcast and me just going <laughs> you know when they're in the marvel films when they do the flippy thing <laughs> but this the their visual fanfare as you called it is it is literally it might as well be just a rip off of Marvel it starts to spiral the actual characters of the word Playstation Studios and in amongst all of its nooks and crannies and crevices on any flat surface they can find on maybe the the downward leg of a pea it's just like you see Nathan Drake and then you see Ellie and then you see like Jack and Daxter or something you just see all these classic playstation mascots and then it like zooms out and it's playstation studios it's just a direct rip but i'm not mad at that at all at all i mean it was coming wasn't it really i don't know why it needed a rebrand I mean, no i i always thought they had had it you know what I mean? well <laughs> i'm sure it was there they never did but I think, and I say this as somebody who's got like fingers on the pulse of the game industry, so it's all well and good for me to know Sony Santa Monica Studios, Naughty Dog, like these people who have got like direct ties. If not, you've got some first party studios like Sony Santa Monica and stuff like that. But I mean, but I've always thought, you know, because it's always it's always been known about Sony, like Sony, not not say pulling the strings, but making sure you know this is their pool for their exclusive content yeah their pool it's, of no developers. Lie, this is, it's no lie this is why microsoft bought up a lot of things to launch their own yeah again it, it but it does feel a little bit like a with sony saying well we need to say something well look we've got this but it's nothing new yeah like you didn't acqu- nothing you haven't made any acquisitions although did they make an acquisition they have acquired sucker punch didn't they I suppose they always are, but like again, you know, I think from this to me, this is to say, look, look at us. We have a this 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 engine or system make uh, churning out these games. Yeah. Now, that might be a biased position from us because we're aware, and maybe this is how you you're reaching across for more gamers. Uh huh. Because that's sure that's surely why Xbox have done it because they want awareness of people to say, look, we're we're doing this as well. Yeah, yeah. Um. I don't know. It, it, I can understand them doing this news. It's not the news that's needed, though. No. From for me personally, at this time, at this time, it's just like what you know. You released a pad, um, reveal, which looks like an ex, like like it's taken heed from the Xbox. You've you've really you've done this where we all know that this this exists. Can you tell us something of substance, please? Yeah. No, I get you. A hundred percent. Hundred percent get you. Um, it's it's the PlayStation Studios brand, is what it's called, um, and it's an umbrella organization for Sony first-party studios that are launched alongside PlayStation Five. 
So yeah, I hadn't, to be honest, I hadn't given it that level of thought that, fucking hell, this is just what Microsoft did last year. Acquire mm-hmm. a fuckload of studios and put them under the Microsoft Game Studios banner. So that's exactly why the producer. More more Sony news. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, there's a rumour dropped. Uh, no, no, no sooner had it dropped, it's already been fucking quashed by Sony themselves. But there was a Japanese job listing by Sony Interactive Entertainment, uh, and in that job listing, it stated that the PlayStation Five um, would be released in October 2020. Sony quickly came out the gate, quicker than I've seen them react to anything. Sony literally charged out swinging, and and shot this rumor down. But interesting, Sony Interactive Entertainment. You wouldn't think that's a, a non-reputable source, you know what I mean? It's not like a fucking mm. Walmart Canada who leak every fucking game ever. Like a Sony, a job listing by Sony saying working on the PlayStation Five, which will be released in October, and then they've come literally run out. No, no, wrong. It's wrong. It's wrong. It's a rumor. It's wrong. Like I wonder, I wonder if it is. I'm I'm left thinking potentially. That that was a genuine date, and now I don't know. I don't know what happens next because if they come out now after they've denied that and they're like, Sony PS Five launches October twenty twenty, people are going to be like, well, what the fucking hell was the point in denying it then? Well, yeah, I mean, it might just be something. It might be kind of half genuine. Mm. Like, let's say you know. It might be something about you know being released for manufacture, not released for for sale or something like that. You know, something yeah, that's yeah. got a little bit lost in translation. Yeah. Because if you think around October twenty twenty, three months beforehand. It is normally the October November window when we see consoles anyway, isn't it? Yeah, and I'm thinking, you know, by October twenty twenty, everything needs to be finalised, design, specs. You know, you need to have a recipe sheet so your your line can make it. Yeah. I- <laughs> Your production line so it's um is it something around that you know what i mean yeah you know like when a game goes gold is there a, is there a similar thing for a consoles <laughs> the console goes gold yeah you know <laughs> this is this this is it right. <laughs> you will make this <laughs> and only this i've got to think that they've got to be they've got to be close to that point now they've got to be close if they want to launch in 20 in like let's say october november 2020 at what point do you start production to meet it de- initial demand? August, September? Is that enough time? Well, here's the thing. It's like, what was, it? What was the rule for? Materials department. Yeah. That will work with design department and assure quality assurance department to create. So it's about the materials you're going to use in... in. It's QA. It's quality assurance, essentially, isn't quality it? Quality assurance. So this is probably not about being released. This is when probably the first ones are going to be made, potentially. It would that would lend itself well if it was going to release in November, and they'd give themselves. Oh, that's a very tight timeline. That like October and November, one month to create your entire launch launch stock inventory. Yeah, yeah, but I you've already, we've already fine, heard. Like, we've already heard rumours about them being limited. lower stock than normal. Yeah, limited yeah, stock. yeah. That I mean, that lends itself well to that rumour, I suppose. Mm. 
and I don't even think that's a rumor. I think that came from Sony that uh, launch the the launch allocation wasn't going to be anywhere near as high as previous generations. Yeah. So yeah, I, I, it's not a release date, but I'm, it must be something very close to um, production related. Mm-hmm. Putting my putting my um, or putting our our relatively relative career heads on. Aye. Yeah. And our, and our experience, we can probably read something more oh, into that. If we our young to. professional heads, you mean? Mm-hmm. Young professional. He said chugging, chugging down a beer. Aye, I'm too whiskey state by the minute, like, so this is spiralling out of my control very quick. <laughs> How this podcast ends is not up to me anymore. <laughs> <laughs> the Golden Devils in control 100%. I'm fighting them off at every turn. I fear for every minute this podcast rolls on past this point, I'll lose another five words out of my lexicon, so we'll, well wrap it up. That that, we've hit, hit the first news, and I think the, the, the closing comment I'd say is that, you know, we need something to chew on from Sony soon. Yeah, we do. I mean, we look do. at you. Look at you. You set these up. You set these up mm-hmm. like an absolute fucking madman. This is exactly <laughs> why you are the producer of this show. <laughs> Sony are, in fact, giving us something else to chew on, Johnny, and it's coming this Thursday in the form of a state of play, Sony's digital platform for releasing uh, information, trailers, reveals, stuff like that. And uh, your favourite game and mine, Goats of Tsushima, is getting its its very own state of play episode this Thursday. Thursday, uh, UK time, 9pm. 9pm, 1pm Pacific time, 9pm British summer time. BST. Are you uh, are you looking forward to seeing a bit more of the goats of sashimi, Johnny? I am, because when I watched the last trailer, it was fucking glorious. Ah, it looks fucking <laughs> stunning, doesn't it? It looks absolutely stunning. I'm, uh, do you know what it is? I'm concerned. I've got a quiet level of concern that we may be in a days gone type situation here with goats of sashimi that it's a sony first party game and it comes out and it's not very good because nobody could tell me looking at them days gone trailers that days gone wasn't looking phenomenal before it launched but sony has poked and prodded goats of sashimi so many times at this point it's been delayed three times now is it three or mm-hmm. is it two it's had delays it's had uh it's had a couple of trailers but you'd think i mean look at the last of us look at the fanfare the last look at every other including days gone look at every other sony first party game and then compare that knowledge De- knowledge dissemination wise right so the 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 facts the facts the trailers the reveals the previews compare all of the previous first party games to goats of sashimi and yeah i think you'll find there's a fucking massive void and maybe the state of play is going to be the one that'll answer all the questions i'm thinking of here and it'll close the gap somewhat but i'm i'm I've, there's a level of concern about this because i think the game looks absolutely fucking stunning but I sat here and said that about Days Gone. And to be fair, I enjoyed <clears> Days Gone. So I'm, I'm not exactly saying it's going to be bad. Because the, the internet said Days Gone was bad. 
the lion's share of the internet. But I really enjoyed that game. So I don't know. There's just a level of trepidation surrounding this one for me, Johnny. I mean, you're all, you're going to compare it to Sakura, aren't you? I think it's uh, in, in the in the initial thing, side by side. I think the but gap between the two, for... the gap between the two's been so big at this point. I, I think that's that's a bit of a moot point. The the but then, Sekiro. From a nostalgia point of view, you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna conjure Tenchu, isn't it? Tenchu. And that's Tenchu. what they're hoping. Well, I hope. I certainly hope. Although, I always thought Sekiro, when uh, when when Sekiro got its reveal, I hundred percent thought that was going to be called Tenchu Shadows Die Twice. Because FromSoft have the Tenchu license anyway. But, but that's the thing. It's going. It's kind of. Com- it's the little bit of a. That's the spiritual successor, isn't it? Sekiro but, was the spiritual successor to Tenchu. Yeah, yeah. exactly. But PlayStation pl- um, players was Sekiro on PlayStation. Uh, cross platform. Uh, was it? Never mind. I had to take it back. Yeah, to From Software, they will just fucking release on anything like. Okay, They'll I guess time will tell. Want. Time will tell. I, I, I think I, it looks just from. Carry on, mate. Sorry. I mean, from the look of it, right? I was worried about Days of, uh, Last of Us Two melting me PlayStation. Yeah. It's, this'll just, you know, fucking set it on fire like the Wicker Man. <laughs> <laughs> Burn it like the Wicker Man. It'll Aye. be like Mission Impossible. You may play this game and now your console will self-destruct. <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, no, I think it looks phenomenal and I'm, uh, I'm very much looking forward to this Thursday's State of Play. Entirely, at this point, I believe, entirely goats of sashimi related. Yeah, that's what it's designed to. I've realised that it's designed to kill PlayStation 4s, so you buy a PlayStation 5. It's a fucking hell of a shout! Hell of a shout! They wouldn't be the first company to engineer in faults to force you to upgrade. But uh, let's hope it's a a good one. A good one. I hope so. Let's see. I hope Um, so. We'll watch it, and judging how it plays on Thursday, we might have a cheeky. um, so uh, reaction, see what level of inf- see, yeah see what level of information comes out of this state of play and we'll maybe do a we'll maybe do a react immediately following it. But have you got anything else you want to talk about, Johnny, or do you think we should wrap that shit up there? No, I think I think we've chewed on stuff quite well actually. Chewed many fats, chewed all chewed of the fats. fats, down to the bone. R- gnawed on it, gnawing on the very bones of it, boys and girls. This has been franchise buys games. That's been producer nice guy Johnny. It has. I'll be an old franchise. If you've enjoyed what's happened here today, jump on over to Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice and leave us one of them glowing five-star reviews. Do uh, jump on at the socials. We're available on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search for the franchise or Franchise Buys Games. You'll find it under either one of those brands because I am lazy and I forgot which ones I've changed and which ones I haven't. Uh, do spread the good word spread the good word of Franchise Buys Games if this is gaming podcasts ticking all your boxes two men with absolutely zero journalistic chops but a lot of gaming under the belt like I've said probably around 60 years of combined gaming experience betwixt us so betwixt oh, there's a word there you can there you can the golden devil hasn't took that one from us yet <laughs> if uh, uh, yeah I'm gone it's done all my words are gone Johnny we'll wrap that up there Boys and girls, <laughs> until next time. Laters. Say bye, Johnny. Later, brah. <laughs> <laughs>
Gay Panthers.